this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guests named today are Courtney Caldwell and Dr. Ty Caldwell, co-founders of Shearshare, recent winners of the 43 North competition who relocated to Buffalo and have begun growing their startup at a faster rate than even they expected. We talk about the process of finding the competition, pitching on stage, moving to Buffalo, and making hires since they've been here, um, including the welcome wagon that they've received from, from our community. So great conversation. Thanks to them for their time and you for listening. Well, Shearshare is the first B2B mobile app that connects salon and barbershop owners to individual stylists to fill their empty salon space on demand. So we joke and say that the industry has actually given us a nickname, uh, which is Hair BNB, uh, but it's our way of being able to help keep small businesses open in now, my goodness, over 900 cities. The individual barber, hairstylist, nail technician, makeup artist, esthetician, massage therapist, they get access to flexible, affordable space to work when and where they need it and for the price they want to pay. Um, and the salon, barbershop, or spa owner who has excess capacity, you know, an empty station and open suite available, they get to make money on their on the empty space they already have. So it's definitely a win-win for the business side of our industry. And Ty, tell us a bit about the origin story, how this company came to be. You know, it's funny you you say that, you know, all origins come from frustration. So my background is in barbering and beauty, been in this industry for almost 30 years, war uh, winning salon and barbershop owner. And, you know, we was expanding and rebranding our salon back in 2012. Well, during that time, there was, an, there was just a shift in the industry where licensed beauty professionals on the contractor side and also those coming out of school and even the ones that were in the industry for a long time and started to want to come their own bosses. Well, this particular moment uh, when we were expanding, rebranding, you know, this this uh, one licensed beauty professional came to my salon and said she wanted to work at my salon because she had just moved about 45 minutes to an hour away, but she only wanted to work there by the day. And my thought was, why is that? And I went home and told my wife about it, but she really was leaving and her clients didn't want to travel back and forth uh, for the time restraints of having their kids in school, trying to get to you know football and soccer practice. So she wanted to make sure that she was still close to her clients. She didn't lose any of them. And so I went home, told my wife about it. She kind of laughed at the process, like that was a prank call. And so I was like, well, this, this space we have after we expanded and people are not you know, knocking down our door to sign a long-term contract anymore. And there are these you know, different um, real estate plays where the, the there are salon suites uh, popping up, salons by JC, solo salon suites, spinning salon suites, and all these licensed professionals becoming their own boss. She just re- really wanted to rent by the day. And so I wanted to give her the opportunity, but I didn't kind of know uh, that trend that started. And so giving her the opportunity to do it, and she took the, um, took the opportunity to work two days, it was such a great experience. And with that experience came, you know, me learning a lot about know what she needed but also how she interacted with my stylist my barbers and all the other licensed professionals it was just one of those those instances where you know she came back to me after this experience was such a great one and asked me could I do that for her in other salons and you know really not knowing how to really help her I was like why would you choose me to help you do that she was like well you've been in the industry a long time I love the experience I had with you 
you understand the, the needs because you're a licensed professional and you're a salon owner and a barbershop owner, I really think that you can speak on my behalf because if I call the salon and barbershop or spa, they're going to laugh at me and think it's a prank call like your wife did. And I was like, OK, well, that's a great that's a great uh, reason. And so ended up, you know, helping her get into these salons that she wants again to get closer to her clients. And it was a great experience for her. But wanted to make sure that we were creating an opportunity where we had apprehension and she had apprehension from both sides of the marketplace. So being on both sides of the marketplace as a licensed professional and a salon and barbershop owner, I wanted to make sure that I was giving the licensed salon and barbershop owner I was reaching out to a lot of information that they were may have been a little bit you know, apprehensive about, but also making sure that this licensed professional who wants to rent that space have all their needs met as well. So it was one of those things where it was a chicken and egg and and you want to make sure you make making both parties happy. But this was a new concept for me. And it was a new concept, I think, for the industry at, at large. And so with those experiences, you know, I will say that she was able to get in all the salons that she wanted, had a great experience. Her friends were asking her, how are you getting in all these different salons? And how are you signing these long term contracts? And she gave her gave them our personal number and uh, who we have in our, on, in our uh, contact list today. And she said, no, that's this this gentleman and his wife. They're helping me get into these different spots. And I'm only renting by the day. And that's pretty much how it started. But we ended up helping, you know, several uh, hundreds of stylists, you know, get into salons and barbershops all over the, the U.S. and Miami and in California, even in Texas. And we got four cities, you know, San Antonio, Austin and Dallas, Fort Worth and Houston in our in our network. So we were helping stylists, you know, just find empty space in so many different locations. You know, you've grown the company so significantly since that initial idea and that partnership with uh, with one stylist. What what brings you on the podcast today, obviously, is is your relocation to Buffalo, which comes through the 43 North contest, which you were a winner of. So, um, you know, I want to leave it open-ended, but, you know, how did you learn about 43 North, you know, get to the point where you thought you were ready to apply and then working through that process all the way to, to being on stage pitching. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually learned about 43 North. Gosh, babe, was it back in 2016, 17 when we first heard about the program? Yeah. And so we, we kind of let it kind of sit to the side, right? Cause at this point in time, we were, you know, just kind of getting our druthers together, kind of testing the market, still doing things um, a little manually. And plus we had um, a son in, gosh, was he in middle school? He may have been in middle school or just starting high school at the time. And so uh, it just it wasn't a good fit. Um, and then we had friends, um, Dave and Song of Squire, um, go through the program. And obviously um, we, we all know that they're almost valued at a unicorn status right now. So things have been super well for them. They're hiring like crazy here in the Buffalo area. We're trying to get some of those hires before they do. Um, and and it, it just had nothing but, but positive um, uh, sentiment all around it. And so dug into the program a little bit more. We said, yeah, I think it's time for us to, to make that move if we are one of the companies that is selected. And here we are. And I got to tell you, Greg, it's been the best decision for the growth of the company and for where our startup is right now. So what was the what was the day of the event like for you? I mean, I was in the audience. I remember the pitch well, and um, I believe you might have even worn some some Bills gear to you know warm up the audience. So tell us a little bit about that experience because it's a it's a packed audience for those that don't know and really a big event in our city. 
Uh, one thing I will say, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So we know that you guys are big Bills fans, Bill Mafia, but the energy here is is, is super exciting and mm -hmm. refreshing. You know, you guys have so much pride, so much respect for your city, but it's mm -hmm. such a community feel here. So we wanted to make sure that as we come here, we understand, you know, legitimately what you guys love. And it would it just made sense for us to to really come up there and show you how genuine we were, uh, not just about the city, but about the the this this organization of 43 North and let them know that we were all in and we wanted to make sure we represented to the fullest. Yeah, I, I think back now and I'm like, you know what? The 43 North team does it well. They did it right. Like the way that they kind of introduce you to the community and vice versa, gearing up and leading up to finals day there at Shays um, is definitely the, the way that I would do this, do the same kind of program. And so, you know, you feel that community support, you feel that warmth, but all the while, just because you're here in Buffalo for a week, you're thinking, okay, well, it's just because, you know, I'm here for this competition and I'm getting the right introductions made, et cetera, et cetera. But then you come back. And as soon as we landed here in Buffalo, which was December 30th is when we made the official move, that feeling still is consistent day in and day out, Greg. I can't tell you how many people we meet just walking to our car from our apartment um, in Seneca One or having an event here in the building in the auditorium or meeting some people on the east side uh, at the Beverly Gray Center. You know, everyone is consistent in their love for this community and for the love of even people who are from the outside of the Buffalo community and really welcoming us in. And so um, it, it makes it really easy to make Buffalo, New York home. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that kind of, you know, the welcome wagon that the Forty Three North team and, <laughs> and beyond rolled out. Um, so that's, you know, a great transition to Courtney, you were recently on, we, in conjunction with 43 North and Tech Buffalo put on Western New York women in tech event, and you were gracious enough to participate and be a panel. So I just wanted to talk about, you know, for you, that experience of being on stage with a couple other panelists and having, I think we're close to, you know, 200 women in tech in that yeah. Seneca one odd that you mentioned, um, you know, what did it say to you about the community as a newcomer and just that experience for yourself? You know, part of me was not surprised just because I kind of expect that for Buffalo now, right? Like you guys consistently show us that, you know, we come out and support um, people who are trying to do some pretty great things and people who are bringing more notoriety and more celebration to the city. Um, so on, on one hand, I was like, yeah, like we, we should all expect this. On uh, the other hand, I was just so very honored to be asked to be a part of that panel. I mean, amazing people um, from representatives from MT and from ACV Auctions and from Tesla, I mean, and, and the casino locally. Um, so being able to sit on stage as a woman in tech who does not know how to code, right? So when you think about technology, you're thinking about, oh, you got to be a software developer. You must be. Um, but the, hearing about the different circuitous routes that each one of us on that stage had taken and then being able to motivate and encourage those who are sitting in the audience to do the exact same thing and find their own pathway forward. Like I couldn't have asked for, for any other perfect um, uh, platform to share that message with. Right. And then you know, we're, we're talking about kind of the, the warm, fuzzy, you know, people side of Buffalo and we're known as the city of good neighbors. So that's, mm -hmm. like you said, no surprise, but for you as, you know, a company and business owners now being here for a few months, I wanted to zoom out 
and think macroscopically about Buffalo's entrepreneurial ecosystem and tech ecosystem, you know, from the business side, what strengths do you see here locally as you continue to grow the business? That's a great question. I think that, um, you know, we we built our company. We started our company in Silicon Valley. And, you know, we resided in Dallas before we moved to Buffalo. And we've, you know, been we've seen both incubators of, you know, YC Fellowship and 500 Startups. Uh, I think that the city is is really emerging into a tech hub. I think that there's a lot of talent here. I think the resurgence of, of Buffalo in itself is is showing that, you know, they, they stand true to who they really are. And their the resurgence is taking on um, that 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 role in and how it's growing by itself and the people here they love the city but i think microscopically the foundation has been set i think 43 north i think uh a lot of things that mt is doing but i also think that the pride of you know the city and and having the bills here and all the things you guys a lot of the boomerang people who have actually you know been been in the city grew up in the city but left and come back they brought their experiences and all their exposure back to the city which is giving so much opportunity to people who have never left and giving a lot of opportunity to the colleges and the students that are coming out that are becoming engineers they're becoming entrepreneurs so i think you know uh what we're seeing uh is, is nothing but growth and and this place is serendipitous uh for a lot of people here because it's you no know, two degrees of separation so the city is in, in, in on a rise right now and i like what i'm seeing I concur. I, I think I have two things that are top of mind for me. Um, one is hiring, Greg, and the second is um, just market expansion. So when we first landed in Buffalo, we were introduced um, and were able to hire a couple of people on our executive team. So we found our CTO and our head of revenue ops uh, from Connections here in Buffalo. Uh, we've then been able to grow the team now to seven strong, about to be eight, um, here in the local Buffalo office um, out of a team of uh, 16 people. So now half of the Sheer Share um, team is here um, in Buffalo living in New York. And then I think about the opportunity that we have just in the state. So many people don't realize that um, there are more cosmetology schools and barber colleges per capita here in the great state of New York than any other state in the U.S. And so that gives us a green field, right? When you think about wanting to introduce Sheer Share to this rising generation of nail techs and barbers and braiders and hairstylists and estheticians, et cetera, that's a perfect opportunity for us to kind of get in on the ground floor. And so New York definitely has um, its perks um, and so happy that, that we're here in Buffalo now. And you mentioned the hiring, you know, what are the, what are the growth plans for growing the team? I know you're up to eight locally here, but where do you see this headed now that you've settled in? So we thought we were going to hire uh, six people. That was our growth plan. That was a, an aggressive growth plan um, for 2022. And we've already gone past that. And here we are, what, in the month of April. And so um, from we, we've just finished raising our series seed and announced that a few weeks ago. I'm thankful for the local Buffalo community who also helped us to get across the finish line there. Uh, but we see us being able to double this team um, in the next year. And I think we're going to continue to see that type of active growth. Um, the good thing about us starting out with our 
head of revenue ops and our CTO, like having those vital, uh, very important roles filled is that we get to finally take a step back from all of the kind of manual stuff that we were doing and say, okay, what is it that we need to operationalize? And then where does it make sense to grow the company and get the biggest bang for the buck while still creating some pretty fun, I would say, and influential um, tech jobs um, here in the Buffalo area. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate your time on the podcast and everything you're doing here locally to to grow your company. My older brother is a barber, so I'm looking forward to sending him uh, this podcast once it's out. Before I let you go, we always end on a couple hard hitting blizzard round questions. So yeah, um, I'll ask, and then we'll go we'll go Ty, then Courtney, and then back to me. So Ty, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? You know what I have to say. Uh, I like I like a mixture of, of chocolate and vanilla. And I would be chocolate chip cookie dough, hands down. Awesome. What's a uh, book or TV show that you'd recommend? Say it again. What kind of TV show? Book or TV show that you would recommend? Oh, wow. Book or TV show. So I would definitely plug my book, Mentor by Failure, uh, Five Point Guide to Long-Term Success in the Beauty and Style Industry. And also, what do I like? I, I, I like a couple of shows right now. Uh, I just finished. Uh, I finished the Bel Air uh, show. Uh, it was pretty good. The, the story of Will Smith. I know it's a little bit, you know, exaggerated in parts, but just watching that from my childhood, I, I enjoyed watching it at, in this new this new day and time and feel. Uh, the Bel Air show. Mm, that's good. I would say for book, um, it's about Damn Time by Arlen Hamilton. And for show, I love a good documentary. Um, so the the show Game Changers, I believe it's on Netflix, just talks about um, you know the value of of plant based uh, versus everything else we've been taught over the years. And so I always you know get get excited about um, documentaries like that. Awesome choices. A uh, couple more quick ones for you guys: text or phone call. Uh, I like phone calls. I, I mean, social uh, media is good and, and everything, but I like to still stay social. So I like to get my, you know, whatever I need to say out right out the way and, and not have to wait and not read between the lines on emotions with texts. So phone calls for me. Text me, Greg. Text me. <laughs> How about uh, hiking or skiing? Oh, my God. That's a hard one now since we just moved here. Um, we've always been hikers. We just learned to ski um, here. Uh, I'm going to go with hiking. Yeah, I'm gonna go with hiking. We we definitely have a newfound love for skiing, but hiking's been there consistently for us for years. Hiking. This is uh, we might already know the answer to this one based on your your wardrobe that you wore on pitch day. But do you prefer the Bills or Sabers? We have to go with the Bills. I like the Sabers. I like I've enjoyed both games. I've gone to both, and it's been exciting. Uh, just recently met the uh, the owner, Miss Kim Pagula, and uh, but you know we're a football family, so. Uh, our son plays football at the Air Force Academy. He's the starting safety there. Also, he's an All-American after this past year. And so football, I'm going to go with the Bills. Yep. Bills all the way. Awesome. And last question, the most important one, newcomers to Buffalo. So do you prefer uh, on your chicken wings, do you prefer a drumstick or a flat? <laughs> I'm going to go with the drumstick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with a drumstick. And you know, we are plant-based, so we found the perfect uh, vegan wings at Sunshine Vegan Eats. So shout out to Nikki and her team there. 
There we go. Perfect. Thank you guys very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us, Greg. That was fun.